What's playing out in Australia is the death of the middle class and what I'm going to do in this video is explain what that means and why it is actually so important because the factors that are playing out in the next couple of years could mean the difference between you actually retiring or having to work when you're in your 70s, 80s and potentially even later than that. If you're interested in my thoughts then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Now the death of the middle class, you've probably seen this stuff plastered everywhere, every so often, every couple of years. The media headlines love it, but we're gonna break it down with an Australian context because to be honest, I haven't really found too much information about Australia specifically. So I took some time to do some research and break it all down in a concise video for you to understand how things are playing out here. Yes, on the surface level, we can go, oh, well, you know, property's going up value that's great or we've got a rental crisis okay well I don't know how that happened oh we have inflation as well ah screw that oh interest rates are going up but I thought they were going down now it's all surface level what's playing out has been playing out for years and years and once you understand this concept you'll understand why it's so important to start making those moves today it's not just about hey I'm going to invest here I'm going to invest here it's actually having a plan because when I was going through as part of my research looking at all of this stuff it was actually quite disappointing to see that people are still falling for the same old shit over year after year year and just expecting things to be different. Now you might be someone watching and saying, okay, well, I haven't made any changes in my life or, you know, I haven't made any financial decisions lately. The truth is you need to start getting on top of it ASAP. If we've understood anything over the last couple of years is that the pandemic accelerated this decline in the middle class and the living standards we actually have. Once upon a time, we thought $1 million was a lot in Australia. And now it just seems like every second property, if you could get for a million dollars in Sydney would actually be a dream now. And that concept really flicked a switch is why I created this video and of course you guys requested this video because you smashed all the comments in one of my videos previously saying I want to know about the middle class so with that let's continue now I'm going to do my best to simplify it so that you're not going to get bored in this video and I try and make these videos entertaining but if I have missed anything definitely let me know in the comments down below along with your thoughts as well effectively what you're looking at is the middle income earners of Australia and the middle asset owners now we'll go through some stats shortly but effectively how you got to think about this is thinking the top end which is the higher income earners the ones who own the assets and the lower income earners and they don't own any assets they're basically using their pay to just live what we're seeing is an increase in both of those so with the higher income earners they're using the higher income to go and invest and those investments then inflate in value and then they use that wealth to then go and build more in terms of their portfolio so if you look at an example during the pandemic you had people that had already owned property and suddenly over the period of 18 months their properties were up 20 30 40 percent so they had a couple of options they took that money bought more property or they took that money, put it into stocks or other investments, or they sold one property and paid off the debt on the other properties, which meant their net worth continued to increase. When you flip over to the low income earners, during this time, you've seen a shortage of housing, you've seen inflation go up. So basic needs and goods are going up in value, but not necessarily their income. And they may be in jobs that require very basic skills that can be easily replaceable. And that always puts a cap on how high their income can actually increase. An example of this would be like the checkout chick. Now I actually don't like that term, but someone that serves you at say Woolworths or Coles at a grocery store and their job is to assist you in scanning through your groceries and completing that transaction but think about it over the last 15 years we've gone from okay we've got 30 of these checkout lanes to probably only having 10 of these checkout lanes to then having five checkout lanes then having like two checkout lanes with actually two people there and the rest are automated and then they're self-serve so what you're seeing is less jobs actually in demand and potentially a lot more people that can actually do the job when you then flip across to the higher income earners they might be business owners 
owners, they may have a good or service they provide to the community, small businesses as well, or they might be like a C-level executive. Now, how many of those are in a company? Usually like maybe five, maybe two, maybe three, but it's not the same as someone that's, you know, refilling shelves at a grocery store. I keep going back to the grocery store because I've got to go grocery shopping after this, so don't mind me. But what I'm showing you here on screen now is for the US, but it's pretty much playing out all across the world. So this is the share of adults in the US middle class and has decreased considerably since 1971. And it goes back to the same thing. You know, in 1971, you've got 25% in lower income, now is 29%. The middle income has gone from 61% to 50%. And then you've got the upper income has gone from 14% to 21%. The reason I show you this is because when you think about the death of the middle class, you're just thinking, oh, everyone just became poor. So there's more lower income earners now, but it's not true. The higher income and the lower income are taking away from the middle. And that's why we're seeing a greater divide between the rich and the poor. And it's never been wider in Australia. So how exactly does this happen? Well, we've already started addressing it, right? You've got things like inflation where basic goods and services take up such a larger portion of your income. There's not much left afterwards to be going and investing and growing your wealth. The increase in housing costs here in Australia is pretty ridiculous at this point. And that's why everyone keeps making fun of it and saying it's a house of cards. It's a housing bubble. It's all going to explode. But I'm going to show you a couple of things in this video and it might be something that has actually held you back because you think this is the year that it's going to crash this is the year that's going to crash and it doesn't crash and suddenly you sitting on the sidelines means that every dollar you have gets flushed down the toilet by seven to ten percent because of inflation and now if you've got money sitting in the bank and that's now going away with inflation it's eroding but at the same time assets are going up in value you're now getting left behind on two fronts at double the speed because you're losing money by just saving it because of the inflation that's killing it the goods and services are costing a lot more and assets are getting further out of reach. So you feel like you're falling further behind. Now in Australia, the middle class is estimated to be about 60%. So it's a bit different to the US, but again, that number is shrinking and it's shrinking fast. We're in a situation where it's a catch 22. If you go and say, well, okay, let's just go and pump in more income and increase wages to the lower income earners. They suddenly go from low income to middle class, right? And then you'd increase the middle class and everyone's happy. But what ends up happening is the extra income that gets provided in the form of extra wages, they may come from those higher income earners or businesses. And they may go, well, I don't actually need that many people. And they may actually get rid of a person altogether. It's a fine balance between the demand and supply of employment. And we've seen unemployment at record lows, but what we're starting to see is more job adverts. And we're about to see a whole lot of migrants come into the country. A combination of these could mean that the jobs that say had two positions open, but they only had one person available to work there meant prices increase, which in this case would be salaries, now could be faced with two job openings, but there's five people that can actually apply for the job. And suddenly you start seeing wages or expectations around salaries starting to drop. If they drop, then there's a greater portion of your income used for the basic expenses, including housing. Now, when you look at Australia's world leading debt to income ratio, it's pretty crazy. And all you see this chart do is one thing, basically up to the right. And you'd see the exact same chart play out when it comes to how much people are using right now in terms of their income to pay for their rent. With interest rates going higher, you're pretty much in a situation where your rents are increasing or your mortgage repayments are increasing. So you're screwed either way. The only people that don't get affected by this are the ones that have no debt at all. They own their own home and it's amazing. Now where it gets really scary is when you start seeing things like this. The New South Wales government has released its Greater Sydney Housing Report, which projects that the number of new homes that will be built across Greater Sydney in the next five years to 26, 27 will fall to only 128,450 
which is down 25% from the previous five year period. Now, although this number looks like it's increasing, when you compare this supply forecast to the federal budget's population projections for New South Wales, the overwhelming majority of which it will land in Greater Sydney, the federal budget forecast the New South Wales will add an enormous 578,000 people over the same five year period. Clearly we can see there's more people, less properties. And when that is the case, you're gonna see prices increase for properties as well as the rents they pay. Now I've made a detailed video around the housing shortage, the pros and cons and how this will play out over the next couple of years. I strongly urge you to go check this one out because it does put a lot of it into perspective. Now new figures on the distribution of household income spending and wealth released by the ABS suggest that the top fifth of households increased their income by 130% whilst the poorest fifth had a 50% raise between 2003, 2004 and 2017 and 2018. With housing making such a big part of our weekly budgets when it comes to renting or owning your own place with a mortgage, unless things change with interest rates or we'd have an increase in construction, unfortunately this problem only gets worse. And that's where we're gonna start seeing that rapid decline of the middle class even faster. Now when it comes to immigration and we know we've had a big push here in Australia to get more people in the country, these numbers are pretty scary. A total of 122,000 millionaires are actually migrating to Australia. So although we're thinking, okay, immigrants are gonna come, they're gonna try and save their money because they actually don't have any money, but 122,000 of those people are millionaires. And these immigrants are coming from everywhere, China, India, the UK, UAE, Singapore, and they like Australia. I mean, who doesn't like Australia? But where we're headed based on all the logic that's out there is you've jumped out of a plane and there's no parachute attached. It's like there's only one way this ends. It's just a matter of when, not if. And that's why it is quite disappointing. When I speak to people, when I've got people that comment on these videos and like, I'm not gonna invest, or this is a dumb time to invest. It's like, zoom out. Think about what this means for you if you aren't investing. And if you aren't gonna invest, have a plan for when you will invest. Because the idea is to own assets. Having the choice between assets and fiat currency, you're using the fiat to go and drive as oil into the machine. And once that machine grows, that machine will then plug out oil or whatever you want in terms of fiat currency. And then you can use that to live your everyday life. I hope you guys have found this video useful. The idea is to actually see what's playing out over long-term trends here in Australia. The death of the middle class is unfortunately playing out. The rich will get richer, the poor get poorer. And I think the big divide between which one you fall into will be how you go and acquire assets and how you build a portfolio for yourself. Financial education is important. It's gatekeeped a lot. And hopefully you find these videos interesting enough to watch all the way through. If you have, smash that like button, share it with someone else, and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.